0: Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. They know that, even if they don't know me anymore than they know the, the, the chairman of General Mills. <laughs> what the fuck talking what about? What I'm bro? talking about is when you chop my dough down, one, two, three, four, five percent, and then you call it blue magic, that is trademark infringing. You understand what I'm saying? Hi, y'all. I'm here. It is your girl, D Scott. It is Tell the Truth Tuesday, August 2016, and I'm not saying the date because I forgot it. So anyways, um, <clears throat> today's show is about you are not entitled, and the reason that I say that is because there's a lot of posts lately that have been going on about people feeling that they are entitled to certain things that they are not. Now, I'm, you know, a lot of people say I'm a feminist. I'm I'm really not. Um, I'm more of a realist, a traditionalist, somebody that's fair. I'm not a feminist, but I am fair. Um, And so I was reading a post. So this week has been the week of posts, you know. Um, And I was reading the post, and what ended up happening is there was a post uh, on Niagara Falls Street News, which I've actually been a uh i've been a uh, admin on that page for many many years i just don't choose to post anymore because the ugliness of the way that people think and everything turns into a racial issue especially in my city which is it's really if, if we're a small city a small town that is doing that Um, then I would hate to see what larger cities are looking like and what their opinions are and the people that you work with and the people that make your ice cream and the people that, you know, teach your children what what they really think. So the post was basically saying, you know, with all the murders and drug overdoses and things like that that are going on in the city of Niagara Falls, is there anything in place or how are we going to be prepared to deal with children that will have post-traumatic stress disorder, okay? Now, you know, there were a lot of people that commented like, yeah, you know, I don't know about any services or anything like that. And we really do, as humans, um, a lot of us, I don't, um, take mental health so lightly. And then we wonder why this Negro don't act right. This girl ain't got no damn sense. And it's not just a parental thing because you have to remember that abuse is, is, you know, it comes in cycles, right? So nobody just, this is, you know, my famous analogy, nobody just wakes up crazy. Something happened. So I used the analogy because people weren't getting it and I could see where it was going. So I used the analogy and I never hardly comment. And I said, listen, if a person has a near drowning incident, we expect for that person to be afraid of water for the rest of their life. You know, you don't, think, you, you don't see that they're going to go and just jump off a boat into, into water. We understand why they're afraid of water if they had a near-drowning incident, right? I said, so we would never put them on a boat and just throw them off, uh, off the boat into water and say, suck it up, learn to swim, get over it. That's what you're telling children to do every time there is a trauma, So I said every time you have to move house to house to house to house to house with your children, that is a trauma. They don't get to set roots anywhere for whatever reason you have to move. Anytime you see 15 dudes in and out of your mom's house over the course of your lifetime, that is a trauma, ladies. I'm sorry. You know, y'all know how I feel about dating and bringing people around my kid and things like that. Like, that's a trauma, having your children watch somebody other than their father in their home that perhaps the father used to, that is a trauma. So just like we used to have a whole bunch of sympathy for children of divorce, remember that back in the 80s and the 90s? Okay, so now you got 15 dudes coming in and out of the house. Same thing for you men. Every time you turn around, you got different women around your kid. What do you think that that is teaching your son, right, calling women bitches and things like that? That is a trauma, Right, that is that is something that's ingrained in their head, and then I also use the example that, <clears throat> you know, so of course, people come in and they say, and I knew it was going to get taken there, so I was ready. And someone said, well, you know, a lot of these youth are bringing it on themselves, post traumatic stress disorder, right? They're bringing it on themselves by the violent video games, and they choose to watch the violence, this, that, and the third. So they're bringing it on themselves. And I said, listen, let me let me explain something to you. I said. Just because I watch something on television does not mean that I've experienced it. So I can watch a movie like Saw. That does not mean I have experienced being kidnapped, stuck in the basement. Oh, yeah, actually, yes, I have. But you understand what I'm saying? Like I have not experienced that. I've seen it, but I've not experienced it. Right? So you can't say that just because somebody listens to rap music, I said, and let's not forget death metal. That is a form of music that the Supreme Court has also tried to, when kids were out killing themselves back in the 80s and the 90s saying that it was Def Leppard's fault and it was Pantera and all these, you know, heavier metal groups, just like the Supreme Court couldn't convict NWA based on rap music for the reason that people were going out trying to shoot police, right? So every time a child has to deal with their father going to prison, even if it's just one year, that's a trauma. Every time a child sees their mom getting beat by a dude, or female, that's a trauma. Okay, so these are minute things that that we tell our children to suck it up, right? But these are things that are sh- that shape their adulthood. So you are not entitled your fucking opinion about this shit unless I I just I've come to a new place in life where I I don't want to offer my opinion or my stance on something unless I have the ability to say and in conjunction with that this is what we could do to try to fix this or to try to remedy that so you have a bunch of assholes that are sitting up there you know having opinions and comments about things but they don't have a solution you just want to talk just to be talking right and I'm not about that so a young lady speaks up And she says, you know, where are these places? Because I said there are tons of places for children to be able to get help. It's not like she's like, well, where are the places? And people keep forgetting we're talking about youth. The youth are not, you can't do anything with a minor without the parent anyway. So really it's the parent's responsibility to seek out help. Just like you could seek out where you're buying that pair of sneakers or shoes from or a coupon, whatever, whatever. Seek out mental health, help for your children if they need it. There's there's Dr. Castellani's. He's over there. He's been in the neighborhood for a very long time. He's over there off of Third um, or Fourth Street here in Niagara Falls, New York. Niagara Falls Memorial Center has tons of services. I said just like people go to Al-Anon, Alateen, and Alcoholics Anonymous, and things like that, they have programs for rape survivors groups. You know, people you would never tell someone that got raped to just get over it. So you can't tell somebody whose parent got killed or who grew up in a foster care system for lack of whatever, you know, reason happened, something happened. You can't tell people to get over it because these are things that shape their lives. Now, the adult is too freaking late for us. We are who we are. You understand what I'm saying? Fucked up and all. But the children, we we can still do things to help the children. I'm not saying that as adults we can't take a different path. That's different. But the way that we think has already been shaped by how we grew up. So the way that I think about how men should be was shaped by me watching my father. Okay? The way that I think I should be loved was shaped by the way that I watched my father love my mother. Right? Now, if you're a child and you've watched your father beat on your mother, you might grow up and think that that's okay and that's what's supposed to happen. If you're a child and you grew up and you didn't have a father, you might think that that's okay, and that's a very important piece that's missing out of your life. So you are not entitled as a woman to sit there and say shit like, I don't need his dad, I don't need no man to help me. Actually, yeah, you do. It might not be his father, but you definitely need a male presence, whether you're raising a male or a female. You're not entitled to say some shit like that to a child because they might believe it, right? Right? They might believe it. You are also not entitled to say shit like this. We we have lost a lot of coups in America. We we really have. Um, There used to be a time where people had enough decency to wait until you were in a better place to check you on some shit if you were going through something. There used to be a time where people were appropriate, and not so much now. So there was a fireman that received a letter um, a week ago saying, nigger, you know, we don't want you... Um, being a firefighter you have no right to be a firefighter like okay well when your house burns down don't call me so and he's a black man now what's crazy is I used to date you know off and on a black firefighter out in the city of Buffalo I think it was like district 33 something like that gorgeous but that motherfucker was crazy you know what I'm saying like you're running into a burning building they're seeing deaths all the time children animals it's it's a hard job you know what I'm saying it's a hard job so I applaud anybody, black, white, different doesn't matter, that, that can do something like that because I'm running away from a fire. I'm not running into it. So, you know, the man's house does really get burnt down, the black firemen. Not my people, but I'm just saying. So a GoFundMe account was started, and I guess they raised like $250,000 for this man to rebuild his home and this, this, and the third and whatever. Out of the blue, here come the postings. Well, if he got all that money, hopefully he takes care of his other kids that he hasn't seen and this, this, and this. What is wrong with you? First of all, would you, okay, this is not the lottery. This is not a state-funded, so this is charity. This is something, why should you get a piece of charity because the man's fucking house burnt down and now you want to come forward and have child support issues and assassinate his character? Let them, leave that motherfucker alone. That's some shit that you sidebar with him, like, look, you know, so what you're asking him to do is that money that American people put into a fund to pay for his home, you're asking him to illegally take some of that money and and appropriate it for you and your child. You know, and I had to make a post that irritated the hell out of me because it's like, you know, I I don't get any assistance. I work 10, you know, 10 jobs. I do whatever. I do a million things to make a million dollars. It is what it is. I'll never stop working. Retirement isn't even – Something that 's even in my vocabulary right now, because I, I will never know a day that I want to wake up and not work and not get this money, so but I have started planning for the future of when I do decide to slow down, where I want to live, how I want to live, where I want to be, because I just i don 't see myself not working I'm just, i 'm just you know I have stuff to do, I have a child, so i don 't get the benefit of running back and forth to court and stuff like that. My child support order has been the same since 2007. Now, could it have changed over the years? Absolutely. And actually, I have issue with women that are always in the court because my ex-husband tries to always take me to court. Every year there's a piece of paper coming to my house asking me to prove my income, what I make, what I don't make, whatever, whatever. Don't fucking do that. And literally because this is how he thinks, so I assume this is how some women think as well, he thinks that because he has another child and he's remarried and he's moved forward that he should have to pay less because his bills went up. That's not how it fucking works. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of women, they see a guy and they say, oh, you know, he's got a new car or he's got a new girlfriend or he's got this or he's got that or he's traveling. He got money. He could pay. You don't know. Don't count other people's money. If you were satisfied enough, first of all, especially to women that are on assistance, if you need it, take it for sure. You know, I I don't get it because I don't qualify for it, right? So that means that if I don't go to work, my son won't eat. I don't have a card I can swipe that's going to put food in my son's mouth. You know, and that's what's up if you do. But you have to also understand that when you're sitting up there calling the man a broke-ass bitch, you have to be a broke-ass bitch too or else you wouldn't be getting assistance. You wouldn't qualify. Don't do that. It's not children. You are not entitled to talk to your children about finances. Yeah, you could talk to them about being economically responsible. Like, okay, you know, I had to tell my son the other day, you know, you have thousands of mismatched socks. I don't know where they are, but I know that socks are 7 and $8 a pack. You're going to sit down here and you're going to put every single one of these socks together because that might save me 18 to $20. Now, you're just thinking it's 18 to $20, but you have to understand, I'm the type of parent, if I can't find something, I'm going to go buy another one of it. So whether that's a black pair of leggings, a black T-shirt that I need, oh, I can't find one, let me just run to the store and grab one. I can't do that. I have stuff that needs to get done. You know what I'm saying? And we're not talking about leisurely shit. I have major, major key shit coming that I have to make sure that not so much that I'm being, you know, tight with my money, but there's certain shit that I spend money on that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? I don't get my hair done. I don't get my nails done. I don't get my feet done. That right there, that's what. If, if I got my hair done every two weeks, what's that, $100? You know what I'm saying I, This is on my hair If I got my nails done Every two weeks That's another $30 If I get my toes done Every two weeks That's another $30 So you're looking at What is that So 30-30 So we're looking at $60 a week Every two weeks So that's 120 A month Plus my hair That's another 200 I can think of a lot of other things To do with $320 So don't ask me like Well how come you get to travel How, how come you get to do this Because I'm cheap as fuck That's why I don't know how much money I got. There are certain things that I will spend money on, and there are certain things that I won't. That, that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? I just did a clothing exchange with one of the girls that I work with because there are certain things that either I can't fit or it's not appropriate for me to wear or I'm just busting out of it. So I took a huge bag of clothes because I don't believe. I'd rather give you the clothes. I don't want to give them to the Salvation Army. I don't want to give them to the Goodwill because all the people are going to do is go in there and buy them. I'd rather give it to somebody that really needs it or that's really going to wear it you know what I'm saying, and be thankful and be appreciative. I have bags of clothes that I have to give away that were my son's back-to-school time is coming. Usually they do a clothing drive. I always take huge bags of clothes over there for that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've been doing clothing exchanges where she's giving me stuff that either she can't fit or she saw and she put to the side or it's too big for her or whatever, and that's what we do. So it's like getting brand-new clothes. But I didn't have to go shopping for it because you're always going to in your mind thinking, oh, you know, I got this new shirt to wear, blah, 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 blah. That's what I've been doing. Then I have hundreds. I got hundreds of pieces that I have to take to the dry cleaner. I'm scared to go to the dry cleaner. But these are things that I would rather spend $320 on. And, yes, my dry cleaner bill is is my one dry cleaner bill just for, like, 10 items, just coats, you know, to be dry cleaned for the winter um, is $100. So I would much rather spend it on that. You know, my son eats, everything is good. You know, he's excited about starting junior high school. But here's things that, some more things we're not entitled to. We are not entitled to sit there from our couch with our obese nation, the way that we are, and talk about a young lady named Gabby Douglas's edges. Now, I'm at work laughing with one of my coworkers about it, like, oh, my God, like, damn, you know, whatever, whatever. But what I get on the Internet And say something like that. And we actually were talking about all the girls here. We actually sat there and was like, there must be some sort of rule where they might not be allowed to get perms or chemical treatments or whatever, whatever. You you just, you don't know. I'm not a gymnast, so I don't know. So I'm not entitled to talk shit about somebody. And I'm not, I, I can't even barely do a cartwheel. You understand what I'm saying? We are not entitled to have opinions about people that are doing shit that you are not doing okay? You, everybody has this entitlement. You are, Who the fuck are you to tweet to somebody else's child, you know what I'm saying, about their hair? And that's probably not even your hair on top of your head. You're not entitled to do that. You know, you are also not entitled <clears throat> to, you. oh, and that's another thing. You're not entitled to just wake up one day during Hey Stranger season, which is a piggyback off my show last night. You're not entitled to get up and decide that you're that, that important that you could just text or call somebody out the blue And they're going to respond to you That's that entitled attitude So you know what? I did something that I never ever do Because I always got something to say, right? No, I actually didn't respond Motherfucker was like, hello, nah, mm Because that's how non-important you are to me Like you don't even deserve a response You know what I'm saying? Hello, hello, what? I ain't talked to you since March Keep it that way you know, you, you got to take your foot out of the door, you know, other things that people are not entitled to. You are not entitled to sit there and tell anybody that their experience, whether, you know, especially a bad experience is not valid or it's because they're black. And, I, and a gentleman said, um, you know, and, and black people, I'm tired of y'all shit too. Like some of y'all are coming out because you have issues with the youth, but yet I don't see you in any community centers working with especially older black people. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all sit in, on y'all fucking porches and y'all talk about how kids did this and kids did that. So what? You did the same shit back in the 60s, back in the 50s or whatever the fuck you was born in the early 1900s, okay? Okay? that That's what you do. So you're not entitled to sit there and talk about the youth and you didn't try to help them. You're not. Then on top of that, there was a dude... That was like, yeah, you know, well, this is just something that's going to continue to happen, so that proves my point. And I had to ask him, I said, what exactly was your point? I I didn't see it in any of the notes that you made a point. You're just just writing sentences. You didn't make a point. You just made a statement. So back that shit up. You know what I'm saying? If you can't back it up, you you can't tongue tango with me. You won't win. You understand what I'm saying? So then it turns into race, of course, where why is it that, there are certain people that are offended if I say the word nigger, and I'm just repeating what somebody else said. So a friend of mine, Tony Blackman, was talking about how he was attacked by some white man, was beaten, and the reason me, him, and I are actually some of the only people that we know that have PTSD and have not been to war. You know what I mean? Or came back and we're not veterans. We've never served in the military. Um, well, I can speak for myself. I've not served in the military, and so we talk about how traumatic whatever experience it is that we had that lands us in therapy every other week and, you know what I'm saying, having to go speak to people. So this guy was like, well, You know, was it necessary for you to say the word nigger? Yeah, it was necessary for me to say the word nigger because I'm trying to explain to you that you guys keep thinking that Niagara Falls is just this great tourist spot. We have gritty parts too. My friend just told you that he was jumped by four white guys and said, get the nigger. I'm going to repeat exactly what he said. And so anytime you have a sensitivity to racial slurs like that, it lets me know that you use them quite often actually. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if somebody was, like, you know, saying something that really had no relevancy to me, I wouldn't even bring it up. Like, the person was like, you did, did you have to repeat the word nigger? Well, you probably say it all the fucking time. You mad because I'm saying it now? Why are you mad because I'm saying it? You probably say it all the time, right? You're not entitled to your opinion about the black experience. That's another thing. Don't tell me that black people should suck it up and we should go back to Africa. You fucking brought us here. Nobody asked, nobody asked you to come over here and steal shit from the natives. You understand what I'm saying? We are also not entitled to talk about anything in the white experience. I'm not white. I don't, I don't know what it's like. You know, like I watch a situation, um, what is that shit, uh, running, running from Amish or something, not Amish, I'm sorry, not the Amish, the uh, polygamist. That is fucking abuse. That's abuse. And then you have black people that are sitting up there saying, yeah, I would love to have two wives. You can't even take care of your two kids fuck you talking about these are these are white people that are out there living on on the land they got compounds they taking care of all their wives all their kids sister wives this shit's crazy but it's all abusive that is abusive what they are doing to those little girls you understand what i'm saying so we're i'm not entitled to really say anything about that because i didn't grow up in that i didn't experience that i I don't know anything about you know that lifestyle over there in north dakota south dakota and, and in utah You know, so we have to start respecting people's individuality and people's boundaries. It's like people don't have freaking boundaries anymore. Like, you just say whatever you want to say, and then when you get the shit slapped out of you, then it's an issue. Now, do I believe that we should always be resorting to physical violence? No. But a, a friend of mine posted something yesterday where she said, you know, you know that you have truly healed in something when somebody that's kicked you and, you know, did things to you, you're able to extend your hand. And I told her, I said, I'm not in a place where I'm going to extend my hand to anybody that has ever done anything wrong to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about in dating life. I'm talking about, like, people that have really tried to deter me or tried to, you know, shut shit down. I'm not going to extend my hand to you. In fact, I'm probably going to kick you. And then I'm going to take advantage of the fact that if you have children. I mean, I am so diabolical with my, and it's not hatred. It's just really... I, you're not entitled to think that just because, and I did a show about this, about not accepting apologies. Just because a motherfucker says sorry doesn't mean he's sorry. I don't, I'm not, I don't have to accept your apology. I do not accept it. Fuck off. Leave me alone. You understand what I'm saying? I, you're not entitled to think that I'm apologizing to you. I don't care. Go away. Fuck you and fuck your apology. You shouldn't have did it. You know what the best apology is? Changed behavior. And I'm not the forgiving type either. Like, if you cross me, you cross my family, you're on the list, like, forever. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't care. Like I said, we, you know, we had a situation where I was not able to invite family members to my mother's funeral because I felt like, you know what, you're not entitled to come there. You didn't suffer with us. You didn't see what we we saw. You know what I'm saying? You guys just kind of went about your lives and everyone's happy and everyone should, but there were children involved. Anytime there's children involved, you have to shut shit down. I would never be in a position where I knew that my niece's mama was crazy or that my brothers were crazy or that my nephew was going through something and I'm just going to sit here and act like I didn't see it or I didn't hear about it. And I've been in Florida, you know, and have threatened my brothers like, look, if shit keeps going down like that, I'm going to come up there. You understand what I'm saying? We're going to have a conversation. All of us, we're going to sit down because this can't go on. You know, it's abusive if you're even arguing about custody in front of your children. Anything that you do in front of these children, they're little sponges. You're not entitled to do that. Just because you're their parents doesn't mean that you get to abuse them. doesn't mean that they have to be privy to adult conversation. They don't. I just now had to tell my son the other day, I said, Listen. You know, I had to have a conversation with them about finances. I said, there's a lot of people that are growing up tearing up their finances, and we were watching some things where uh, the, the, the TV show Ballers on HBO where the gentleman was saying, like, you know, I got $500,000 built into my wall. He was like, but I don't know where the rest of my money is, and this is a football player. You know, my son came to me recently and asked me could he open up a bank account, and, which he doesn't know he already has one, but um, he wants a debit card. And I said, but that, because you're a minor, we'll will get you one set up where you could use it for savings where all I have to do is make the quick call, and then you're able to swipe or pull the money out of your savings. But I have to teach him financial responsibility early so that he doesn't run into some of the same problems that even his father ran into or things that even I have run into. You understand what I'm saying? So you are not entitled to talk about, Certain things with your children Because people keep forgetting That they're still children I don't care if they're 16 I don't care if they're 17 I don't care if they're 12 I don't care if they're 9 months Don't bring adult issues to children Let them be children And we're really robbing our children of that When we start talking about adult issues with them And then that whole your daddy ain't shit And then that whole your mama ain't shit That's abuse You can sit there and call it Whatever the fuck you want to call it. My son thought his father was a goddamn superhero And that he traveled all around the world With his cape and that's why we, you know, we didn't live in the same house. We had been divorced for years because it wasn't his business. You understand what I'm saying? So people have to stop making opinions without having solutions. You know what I mean? And I, I had to start learning that a couple of years back, like, okay, I'm saying this, but what am I doing to fix the situation? What am I doing to fix youth? So I'm not saying, you know, give up on adults. What I am saying is that if we focus more on the youth and the parenting skills of the parents, and being able to bring our children into a better generation because they're, they're the next ones that are going to carry it through. All this killing and the cops and all that other stuff, that's abusive as well, right? So can you imagine what, what Mike Brown and Eric Garner and all those, those people's children, you know, and their parents are going through? We are just creating a nation of hate, and we're not entitled to do that. That's not why we were put here. So I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Tell the Truth Tuesday. You can follow me on Instagram at miss.d.scott, and my Twitter handle is at DMSST93. Thank you.